This is Ingewikkeld Sessions, the podcast. Organized by Ingewikkeld, each month you'll get a live stream on YouTube and a podcast on the same topic. That topic is always related to software development in one way or another. If you don't want to miss a thing, subscribe to both our YouTube channel and podcast. Let's start. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Ingewikkeld podcast. Today we're talking about performance improvements and profiling of PHP applications and I'm very happy to have a friend of mine with me uh, to talk about those topics, Benjamin Eberlein. Um, he's not only one of the main contributors to Doctrine and also, uh, at least to a certain extent, to the PHP source code, he's also founder of Tideways, a software as a service uh, company that does nothing else than profiling PHP applications. Hello, Benjamin. Hi, uh, Andreas. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And um, I've done a, talk or a, a video uh, session recently regarding uh, profiling PHP applications, mostly as a way to improve performance uh, of PHP applications. And um, but one of the things that I've seen uh, when I when I prepared for this is that uh, you're explicitly saying that you are doing performance monitoring as well. But as a first question, what is performance actually for you? What, what kind of performance are you monitoring? Is that only page speed or are there other things that you are monitoring? Uh, okay, uh, that's a very good question. So performance is a very broad scope, I, I suppose. Um, uh, so what Tideways is focusing on entirely is PHP backend performance. So um, the duration of anything that is being generated by PHP scripts, uh, so to say. So that um, excludes everything else that could be in the backend, like communication between PHP and the web server, uh, and maybe different web servers talking to each other. Um, uh, obviously, then there's also front-end performance. So um, J JavaScript-based uh, CSS images, uh, how much you put in the HTML uh, of your page. And uh, then there's also sometimes sort of like marketing performance, uh, also a topic uh, where, where sort of... Um, um yeah the content or presentation of everything leads to higher responses which is also something that can be called performance yeah but tightbase works on php so focusing on php and for us um, that means how long does the php script run to generate an output based on input yeah and how can profiling improve this speed? So we're only talking about backend processes here. We're not targeting any of these other things like frontend or whatever. We're mainly focusing on the backend part. Um, but how can profiling help in, yeah, well, in, in improving this speed? Um, yeah, so with profiling, you can find out what are the ingredients to a fast or a slow response of a PHP script uh, by recording how long 
uh, like database queries took, how long specific functions took, how long specific parts of the framework took to set up, uh, boot the application up, for example, how long the template rendering took. So you can look at the different parts that the PHP script is performing from processing the inputs to rendering the output and specifically or like look in detail at what is causing the script to be uh, to run uh, fast or slow and so that gives me a kind of an, an overview over how long the different parts are actually taking but how can i then um get an information about where to improve my code is there something built in or is that something that you just need to kind of figure out yourself is is every kind of part of the application equally um made for optimizing for performance or are there some ways where you can see oh yeah this is definitely something that can you that you can improve very easily and this is something that is that takes a lot of time to improve or this is something that you can't improve because it's already fast enough even though it takes whatever minutes depending on what it is yeah, so um, um, there are obviously uh, parts of the code that where optimizing makes more sense than other parts. Um, mm -hmm. And usually you can find out uh, by um, um, monitoring everything that's happening in your application to find out what page types of the application are run uh, way more often than others. And then sort of... Um, generating or recording the let's say average response time for the different uh, page types uh, maybe record some percentile information and then uh, the, looking at this data to find out uh, what page types are the ones that uh, are mostly used by visitors of an application and then maybe cross-reference this with business interests for example um, uh, if you're running an e-commerce shop, uh, then you would uh, prefer the performance on certain pages like a product page or the, in the checkout to, to be fast. And uh, from there, you can go and like, sort of determine which pages you might want to optimize and which you, you don't want to optimize or uh, maybe optimize later. Yeah. Okay, so you kind of not optimizing yeah this is the code that i need to optimize more like on the on the level on the scale of um we have fast pages and we have slow pages perhaps also we have pages where we have can you also see whether you have huge difference in page speed where you kind of see oh here might be some issues with some external references that are sometimes fast sometimes slow or is that That's something yep. Yeah, so potentially we are measure uh, Tidris at least and other products as well are able to measure a lot of things. So the the way a profiler works is it hooks into the PHP engine and uh, automatically we we call it instrument um, tracks metrics about as many things as it wants. So there's sort of a um, a weighing process going on where you need to uh, weigh sort of recording a lot of data 
uh, which um, has performance overhead at some point and also costs in storing the data, obviously, versus uh, not um, recording too much um, uh, to, to avoid the overhead. And uh, from that, you, anything essentially is possible. And uh, that is what, uh, what Tideways does. So it's not uh, a profiler per se um, only, where you can, um, a profiler usually works where developer enables the profiler for a time, uh, gets some data and then disables it again. Um, Tideways um, sort of combines this by um, monitoring all the time to generate sort of this big picture where you know the different page types and their response time. Uh, and then you can go into detail by enabling the profiler and then going down to the function level and finding out what functions are slow um, or what external systems are slow is also something that you can find out um, uh, by using a profiler. Uh, that sounds interesting. Um, but you, you already said it. You, um, the, the tool hooks into the process and uh, or into the php process and as you want to measure kind of the performance of your web application over a longer period of time that means it has to run on the production systems um, i've very often heard yeah you shouldn't do that because uh, that the, you, you have a performance loss and uh, your speed will go down and your page rankings in google and whatever how does that work? I mean, if, if you if you are not working with a profiler because you are you you are uh, fear that your page speed goes down, but you can't monitor it actually because well you don't have a profiler working on that. What what is the the, the right approach there? Is there is that actually a problem? Um. So yeah. So uh, obviously, any kind of measurement will affect the system uh in in some way uh pro profiling um does does that for php uh, applications um but uh, for a production grade profiler that tideways is or a few competitors are the overhead uh, can be very low um so the single digits of percentage uh, and sometimes even non-measurable if you just track the overall speed of the page and um, you have to contrast that with completely running in the dark. So uh, any kind of business that, or any kind of system or machine that is run needs some kind of um, monitoring and uh, tracking of what is going on. So that, that uh, take for example, um, any kind of rocket going to the moon or something or any kind of machine running in a factory, they all have a lot of metrics that are being collected at runtime to be able to diagnose problems that are going on and to be able to uh, uh, fix problems that are going on or find out what the reason was for a failure um, uh, seeing like uh, about the SpaceX launch a few days ago where the, the rocket sort of exploded and um, they said, oh, oh uh, the, the, um, that's going to be interesting to for us. We use sort of the experimentation. So they're also tracking tons of tons of data there uh, and uh, use that to, to improve uh, the future launches of the system. And the same is true for um, uh, web applications. So obviously you can run them completely in the dark and they were being faster uh, 
uh, but without any information, you don't know when something's going wrong, when you need to optimize something. And specifically, if a customer comes and says, oh, this your page is really slow, and then you can't go back in time to like the point where the customer was there and you can identify why it was slow, then you really have a problem because now you need to wait for the next customer to show up or you need to sort of poke in the dark about the performance problem and sort of fix something here and there that you think could be the problem. And that is usually a huge waste of time because um, it takes uh, resources of a programmer and then they usually don't pick the right optimization target and do, um, because uh, when they don't work with data, they, they just have to guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds, uh, sounds plausible. Um, so from what I got, it's like, um, the, the profiler, although the, the profilers that are working on a production system are not to be compared with kind of X debug where the, the, the overhead is like whatever 50 to 100 percent or something like that uh so that is much much lower than yes yes that's much lower so um debug has gotten better in the last years as well but uh, there are much better apis especially when running on on linux php also has better better hooks now than it had before so um uh, all all this kind of diagnostics and observational things running on the PHP engine are getting faster, uh, or not not faster, but ha are having less and less overhead uh, than they had before. Cool. Um, so, are you also involved in in uh, working to optimize these hooks within PHP? Um, or is there a, a working group working on that? to improve that speed or is that not happening? It, that's not really a working group. There is sort of a group of interested parties, um, mostly vendors of um, profilers and application performance monitoring tools. And uh, I have been sort of reviewing the, the recent optimizations for PHP 8, but I didn't have sort of an engineering or technical um, influence on that other than giving my feedback on if that's something that is useful uh, from our perspective and uh, the the work was done by um, bob wienert and uh, don't i've got his name levi morrison uh, they 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 both work for datadoc and uh, they have uh, made this for php 8.0 yeah and at that point, it was necessary change because profiling wasn't going to continue to work when the JIT was enabled. Okay. And uh, the way the new hooks work, it uh, it still works. So there there was sort of a a gap uh, that profilers couldn't fill if the JIT was enabled. Uh, that is now uh, able uh, possible with this new API. It also has a few other benefits and make makes um, makes all this much nicer than it was before. Sounds interesting. Um, as you already mentioned, Datadog. Are there any other um, competitors to Tideways that um, that you're working with or that you're uh, in contact with? And 
what are the differences between those different profilers? Because I'm um, pretty sure they have their their own benefits. So when should I use which one? Um, yeah, so from, from the company perspective, so from the profiling perspective, there's also uh, Blackfire. Um, they also start, they started with a profiler and then they're also doing more monitoring. Then Datadog already mentioned, they are more from the monitoring view and just recently added a few things uh, about profiling. Then uh, I guess New Relic is something uh, or a company that uh, many of, uh, many people have heard before. And um, then, yeah, there are a few uh, small, smaller companies that are also doing uh, this kind of things and also open source tools that are uh, in, in the profiling space. You mentioned Xdebug. Then there's the XHProf extension, which Tidewiz originally was based on. It's still active or active again, I should say. And there's um, a new maintainer. And then there's a profiler. Uh, I always forget the names, so that is something I could have prepared. <laughs> I uh, I guess I can give you the names later, and then you can put them in the show notes at least. Yeah, perfect. That sounds good. Um, uh, yeah, so there are many different ones, and the difference is usually the representation of what they measure and how they visualize it. So um, there, are, I, I would say, two different kinds of profilers the ones that are measuring each function call in a way. So whenever a function call is, a function is called, its call will be measured. And the second approach to profiling is um, defining a sort of sampling time, like look at the program every so-and-so milliseconds. And when you look at that point, record where the program is uh, including the stack trace, and um, they have different benefits. So the the first profiler um, has much more detail. It will track any function call now, um, independent of how fast it is uh, and how often it's being called. This will be recorded, um, but it obviously has higher overhead because even if the function call is very very short. The profiling overhead is there at the beginning at the end you need to track the time and that is usually exp an expensive system call um, whereas the sampling profiler approach that looks at the stack trace uh, uh, every so and so milliseconds it's it is much faster but it doesn't have so much detail and from both there are different representations so the the first profiler that tracks all the functions uh, it can be used to render a call or graph, so a graph of all the function calls and how they relate to each other. And the second kind of profiler, the sampling profiler, can generate a, what is called flame graph visualization, where you um, put the number of times you found a function in the stack traces over the time into buckets and um, you, um, sort of measure how often you saw them, and then you make a bigger that you make a bigger pie for those functions that you saw more often. And you can render that in a nice way that it looks like flames. And this is why, why it's called flame graph. Yeah. There are a few mo more different profiling approaches, but those are the two major ones. 
Cool, but in, in, in essence, all of these profilers use these hooks in the PHP core to get the information out of that. Uh, okay, so that's not entirely true. There's uh, one um, additional kind of profiler that is sort of new. It's called uh, PHP Spy, uh, and it is using a Linux API to attach to the process and uh, get, the, uh, get the data out uh, of the process um, using specific system calls for tracking. And it can find out where in the stack um, uh, the PHP process is at times, and then also generate sampling profiling results. Uh, and that works by running this process as root, attaching to the running PHP process, extracting the data out. So that is the first time that there is a profiler for PHP that doesn't require a PHP extension, but it looks uh, from the outside into the process and can gather the data. Okay. But as you said, it currently only works on Linux machines, which in production... Uh, to my understanding, uh, yeah, only Linux. And even then, I believe it's also restricted to just uh, incident AMD and not ARM processors. So it's okay. limited by architecture. Yeah. Okay. But it, in essence, kind of the same way that uh, monitoring is done for a lot of other uh, information that you are running on on a machine, like whatever. Uh, if, if you are monitoring uh, hardware, uh, um, um, hard disk or drive uh, utilization, you're most of the time not using any hooks built into the, the kernel, but uh, yeah, you're checking from the outside kind of thing. Yes, uh, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, most of the tools you've, you've mentioned uh, are running as a software as a service somewhere um, in in the cloud. Um, does that have any security implications? I mean, you're you're profiling my code that I'm running with all the the user data that I have on my machines, but um, in the end. When I'm watching these profiles, I see them on some machine on the internet. What is happening um, there? Is is that an issue? Is that a problem? Um, it could potentially be a problem, but um, uh, we we are uh, we build tightways in a way that we are very um, uh, conservative about what we store and uh, how we build the system that we are making sure that no personal data is sent uh, to our backend. Um, specifically, um, we are recording function calls and uh, we are not really looking into arguments of function calls a lot. Uh, we are sometimes looking at arguments at function calls and that is a white list of things. So we know what we are tracking and then on a second process that we have, which we call Tideways Daemon, that also runs on your uh, arcade, uh, on your infrastructure, we will sort of analyze this and um, anonymize it. For example, for SQL queries, we will run them through our own SQL parser that throws away any kind of literal string, any kind of comment, any kind of... Uh, a number so that we end up with something that is really just the structure of the query and not anything uh, anymore. And then we also don't track IP addresses, usernames, email addresses, and all this kind of things uh, are not part of, of what we track uh, to, to measure the performance. So in the end, uh, 
our system knows about the functions that exist, how long they took, uh, but not anything uh, about the user that um, run the request that triggered this this measurements. Okay, so that the the user data, the personal inform identifiable information, is completely removed from, or at least try to completely remove from the information that gets sent to the server. Uh, yes, yeah. So it's a combination of not uh, measuring it in the first place, and then for the things that we do, carefully um, anonymizing um, the things that we know could could contain this data. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, competitors are doing it in a similar way. Yeah, I I uh, I'm sure. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Um. Yeah, we've talked about the main differences, definitely. Um, are there any other security implications on running a profiler on production? I mean, it is an additional system. Uh, it is an additional plugin to PHP. Are there any ways of exploiting that from the from external? Or have there been any any attempts to exploit that? Is that possible at, in the first place? Uh I don't know about attempts of exploiting that. Um, uh, so obviously, since uh, so um, Tideways and other systems have ways of inc sort of measuring additional data if you're a developer uh, of the system and want to track them. So that is maybe potentially a way for an attacker to, if they are able to trigger this as well, uh, use that to um, sort of cause additional load on the servers and uh, potentially use that in a um, den uh, distributed denial of service um, attack. Uh, um, uh, but th that is something that all the systems I know guard against by using um, uh, cryptographic secrets uh, that are short-lived that trigger this. Um, so uh, something that um, cannot be um, um, generated by an attacker without knowing secrets, um, secret API keys um, of Tidebase or other systems. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, what what could be additional approaches? Obviously, if you run additional code um, on the system, there's always uh, the possibility that that has security implications. Um, uh, Yeah, but um, yeah. Other than that, I I don't uh, know any things. Um, yeah, any special problems, additional problems that could exist by using um, monitoring tools. Yeah, in essence, most of the time, the code that is monitored might have more security issues than the PHP core underneath or the the profiler extension that runs underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much for uh, this very insightful uh, little chat. Um, one question uh, at the end. Um, so when I'm using an external profiler, do I need Xdebug anymore, at least for profiling? Uh, so, uh, um, so Xdebug uh, tracks a lot more data than other profilers. And that is one of the reasons why it's significantly slower. And um, especially it knows really every 
stack trace and uh, call, um, whereas other profilers sort of have to make um, simplifications when tracking data. So you you might uh, you, there's uh, there can be scenarios where uh, using xdebug will give you that additional information that you needed to find the uh, performance problem that another profiler wouldn't uh, wouldn't have shown you, but uh, that are probably edge cases. Uh, and so what we do are doing is we are trying to find the sort of the best approach between low overhead and just enough information that you can find uh, all the bottlenecks that um, can potentially appear in your code. And then I can use, if I found a bottleneck, then I can use a different, uh, for example, xdebug to figure out exactly where it is. Yeah, you could do that. If need be. Yeah, yeah if need be. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. That's it for this month. Thanks for listening. If you like what we're doing, please share our links on social media. Also, please subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app and follow us on YouTube. And you can also support us financially on patreon.com slash ingewikkeld. See you next month.